G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Salon by 13 points over the Western Bulldogs to start the round on crunch time. You're with Jared Waitley, Sam Edmund, David King and Kane Corns. Isaac Smith is with us from the Cats. Isaac, great to have you on crunch time. Jared, good morning. I'm well. Give us your summary of the game. Uh, we kicked away early. Bulldogs came back, and <laughs> we ended up holding on in the end. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, I don't know. You guys probably watched it more intently than I was watching it, but uh, it looked like we controlled the first part of the game. They got it back on their terms a little bit, and then uh, even though they were challenging in the last quarter, it probably felt like we were controlling the tempo of the game. So uh, in the end, it was a good win and it sort of sets us up leading into our bye. What did it feel like during the second and the third quarter when everything that had worked early didn't work at all? Yeah, I think footy's probably... The the two things with footy, I reckon, that's happened over the last probably two or three years is that, one, it's more of a chess match than ever. And when probably opposition coaches box and senior players make moves on the ground, um, they probably work and the opposition have to adjust to them. And two, momentum. Uh, ever since I've been playing AFL, uh, it's probably the influence that momentum has on the game is more now than ever. And when teams get run on, it's very difficult to stop until you actually get a definitive break. So whether that be a quarter time, half time, or even a major delay during a quarter. It's hard to flip the momentum we've found during quarters. So just on that, Chris Scott said uh, in our sort of package before we came on air in his post-match media conference that they felt like they lost control of the game for a large part of it and it wasn't an enjoyable night in the coach's box. Do you get a sense of that as a player or you're just chasing the ball around and not having any knowledge of how the coaches are feeling? <laughs> well, I was playing on the width wing a fair bit last night, Kane, so I wasn't chasing the ball too much, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a nightmare yeah, out there. You, you do get a bit of a sense of that. That uh, it, it felt like that a little bit, where obviously Chris and his team were making some moves, and it's certainly what we planned going into the game worked early, but uh, Luke Beveridge and his coaching staff, they're a great coaching group, and what they've achieved over the last five or six years shows that they're able to adapt during games and when they could get their game up and going, their handball through the middle of the ground, and uh, blokes like Bailey Smith and Trelaw and Bottompelli were linking up through there, then they put us to the sword a little bit. But uh, I think, yeah, and I, I probably alluded to it earlier, more than ever, uh, and there's so many ebbs and flows in games now, and uh, it's not too often a team, other than probably Melbourne this year, has gone into a game and been able to control the majority of games. From that width wing, you call it, Isaac, you'd have a great view of Jeremy Cameron just rolling up the field and charging back, virtually unopposed. There must be a time where you say, geez, he's out again here, he's, he's going to get this. As he charges inside forward 50, you must have a, a moment where you say, who's on this guy? <laughs> it was a little bit like that early last night, and uh, we probably identified that that was maybe one spot where we could... Uh, possibly get the Bulldogs last night was we're a bit taller. We had uh, Hawkins, Cameron, and I thought Blitzars and Reece Stanley were two of our most important players last night. But uh, we probably went in with a little bit more height than they had, and 
uh, Jeremy was able to get off the leash, and uh, yeah, he's pretty important. And uh, he was pretty good last night, and uh, he's. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to play with some pretty good uh, key forwards, and he's one of them. So, so when the game goes into, into that full arm wrestle mode in, say, the late second quarter or early third, is is the first quarter call to slow the game down? Because, I mean, when you've built such a lead so early, it is there's a long time left in the game and you leave the door ajar, clearly. But is it to go into damage control and just change the tempo of the game and, and make a, give them another enemy in terms of the clock? Well, I think it depends on the moment in time in that quarter. Uh if it's late leading into sort of half time, you probably want to slow it down and try to rest a little bit of the momentum and control the ball. Uh, but if it's halfway through the third quarter, then the game's still well and truly alive and on. And uh, Whether you go into the method of trying to slow it down or whether you go into sort of a gear of where you're like, well, the game's up and about here and we want to step our authority on the game and we still want to win it, so we want to kick a score. So I think it all depends on... What's a, and this is a pretty uh, general answer, but what's occurred before that and how long there is to go in that exact quarter. And um, then we pull different triggers. But uh, I thought we probably handled, and we talk about red time a little bit, which is the last, uh, you know, two, three, four minutes of a quarter. I thought we handled those periods really well last night. Uh, turning point was when Tom Stewart went off. But th- does Zach Guthrie get recognised internally? Because I-, I think he is one of the more improved players in the competition. Yeah, Zach's been really good, especially since I've arrived at the club the last 18 months. And his uh, ability to know when to come off his opponent and help. And also, uh, he's probably underrated and probably doesn't get recognised as much as how well when he's one-on-one, he's able to either nullify the contest or then win it. Uh, he takes a lot of... I'm not sure what his intercept num- mark numbers are like, but I reckon he'd be up there. And he's been really important to us this year. Can I ask about the, the bigger picture and just talk about the, the build? It's the second year there. How much different does this year look as compared to last in terms of, in terms of channeling towards winning the thing? Top four finish and then going on and actually getting that t- another tattoo for you. They're all over your body at the moment, but another tattoo for you. <laughs> I, know, I, need a, I need another one. <laughs> what, what does this feel like compared to last year? Uh, certainly in a... I, I feel, personally, I feel like we're in a better position. It was interesting walking through the doors 18 months ago when uh, we'd, everyone in the AFL industry come off uh, the hub and uh, Geelong had obviously gone all the way without winning it against Richmond and you look sort of what happened to Richmond last year and they went the longest in the hub with Geelong and then I thought Geelong did really well um, being able to compete and stay up there last year. But uh, just due to COVID and having access to different things, we probably carried a lot of injuries into the season, which uh, then put you on the back foot going through the whole season. So this year it feels like it's panning out a little bit better, whether that means uh, we have a better result than last year. Who knows? You need a little bit of luck on your side. But it certainly feels like we're building uh, probably in a stronger position than what we were last year. And Isaac, what about you? Your form, your body? I mean, how are you feeling? It snuck up quick. I just had to double check. 34 in December, but you started late, so the birth date doesn't count, does it? <laughs> well, you tell this management that, Corny. They, they, they certainly take a few digits off it as you get older. But, uh, uh, 
It's, it's funny. Physically, I feel as good as I've ever felt. I think the battle, uh, once you get to sort of 33, 34, is, is the mental side of things. So, fortunate enough, my body's in really good nick, and uh, hopefully I can just keep trotting along. Yeah, so just on that, I mean, you've got a new deal to negotiate this year at the Cattery. When does that kick off if it hasn't already? Uh, oh, that's up to Andrew Mackey, mate. I, uh, I'm fortunate enough now that uh, I'm in a really good spot uh, family-wise and uh, upskilled myself a fair bit since I've come into the AFL, so I'm really confident with the position I'm in at the moment and I'm um, just enjoying playing my footy. Mm. What view did you have of Bailey Smith's headbutt? Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, you, didn't see, you, you didn't see it? You haven't spoken all, to Zach Tui about it? <laughs> oh. I, I, you ought to know what happened straight after the game last night to me. So I've got out my wife's uh, two days, three days off being 40 weeks pregnant. So we're in the go zone any minute. I've lost the car keys. Uh, so I couldn't find the car keys. Then I'm asking the boys, has anyone got my car keys? No one could find them. So I've had to get my sister to come in and pick me up. I've driven back to Geelong, picked up the spare keys, gone back to Eddie, had a 3 oh, a.m. to get the car out. They wouldn't let me get the car out because they couldn't open the boom gate. And then I looked to find my AirPods because you can find that on your phone and they're at, uh, they're at Jeremy Cameron's farm. So my keys and my AirPods are sitting in Jeremy Cameron's bag. So <laughs> to be honest, I haven't, I haven't spoken about the game, looked at the game, reviewed the game. I'm not oh, sure what's geez. happened. So what time did you hit the sack in the end, Isaac? 5 a.m.? Oh, I think about 4.30. It was oh, uh, so a he's... little shut the eyes for a couple of hours and then the little one was up at about 7. Oh, He's kicked six and cost you about eight hours. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, to be honest, I, I was on the bench, I think, when all that scuffling and that happened, and um, I have no idea what's happened, to be honest. The, so I will say it's, it's better at home games, isn't it? Because I was on the park out the back with a little fella kicking it, and you rode past on the bike the, after the last game, and he is that, is that Isaac Smith on his bike? <laughs> yeah, yep, that's a good way to get to the game. <laughs> It's actually not bad. It's quicker to ride than driving because you don't get the red light, which is good. Ah, oh, well, that's Jeez. that is misadventure in the extreme. Can, can I just ask you a quick one about the coach because we we love his honesty with us. We, he's always engaging and telling us where you're at as a club and what the challenges are. And you know, he talks a lot about Patrick Dangerfield and where his body's at and what's happening, all those sorts of things. What, what does he talk to you guys about, particularly the senior the senior players in, in the mundane parts of the year? You know, rounds eight to thirteen, pretty much just roll on. What, what sort of conversations do you have with him? Uh, probably um, they're more to do with things outside of football than football. King, to be honest, uh, I think he uh, reads the play really well, uh, and he's probably fortunate that he's got a really uh, core group of older guys that, yes, he, he coaches in the sense of a team, team essence, overall game strategy, what we want to do. But he's got real confidence in us going out and performing. And um, that means he probably doesn't need to have so many one-on-one conversations with us about uh, necessarily the our, our day-to-day footy. So mm. I think he's found, uh, and his uh, percentage and results, show that he's found a really nice balance with how he communicates and what he communicates and he keeps it very simple and 
uh, articulates it very well. So uh, it's been, uh, I've been really lucky to be able to witness it for the last 18 months and uh, I've been fortunate to have two really good uh, coaches at AFL level over my career. Was there anything wrong with the footy last night? I've, I've never seen so many players sort of pushing the ends of the footy in. I know you use different balls at times, and, and you had a couple of uncharacteristic turnovers. Isaac, was the, the footy all right last night? Mate, I'm telling you, they're getting pointier and pointier. I don't right. know what's going on with them. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, but, yeah, they're, uh, uh, they're not like the good old days, Gonzi. <laughs> yeah. So, and and that that's just the, just the contact that you make with the ball. I guess it's less, and it re- it almost like hurts your foot when you kick a real pointy one, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And you just it, you probably don't get that real pop off your foot when you hit it. You know, and and I'm not sure uh, with the people listening, but when a footy's really kicked in, um, you get a nice pop off your boot, and it sort of trampolines off it. Well, when they're pointy, you've really got to put some impact into it to make sure that it goes. Hmm. We have to do something about that. I thought they were all kicked in. <laughs> well, Jeremy Cameron didn't have any issues by looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Isaac, good to chat. Um, get some sleep at some point. Uh, I will do. We'll see how it goes. And, yeah, and good luck for the next couple of weeks yeah. in the go zone. Yeah, cheers. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your day. Good on you. Isaac Smith joins us from the Cats Jeez, there. That's what a night, isn't it? He's got to get his car yet. Spare keys. His poor sister's got a bad phone call too. <laughs> what a... I want to know when he's going to ring Jez. Mate. <laughs> 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 How did he leave with his keys? You've hurt me there. Yeah, he's always... nicked off with the valuables bag. Remember the old valuables bag? Yeah. It's always the most relaxed bloke that steals your keys. <laughs> so I find it hard to have a go. Not exactly yeah. around the corner either, is yeah, it? Yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry about that. I took your keys home. Sorry about that. You're listening to Crunch Time for South Australia Tourism Rewards Wonder. Visit southaustralia.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.